Who do you work for, really? Each one of us has a calling. Have you heard this before? Your workplace is your mission field, wherever that may be. You either work for him or work against him, but you work for someone. Who do you really work for? Is it your clients, your boss, your family, yourself, or your Lord? This isn't a trick question. There is a right answer. You're either all in or all out. Are you for him? I am. In fact, I work for him. Hey, Jim, who do you work for? I work for him. I work for Jesus Christ. I want to be your hands. Let me introduce you to the host of the I Work For Him show, Jim Brangenberg. Welcome, welcome, welcome. You've tuned into the I Work For Him radio show with your host, Jim Brangenberg. Take a minute and listen. I Work For Him, it's not a program that you sign up for. It's a mentality. It's a way of living. It's a permanent shift in your Christ-following paradigm. It's a revolution that's happening in the workplace, and it's about bringing the kingdom of God into places where the kingdom is is ignored. Keep in mind that your existence in your workplace, it's not by chance. It doesn't matter what you do or where you do it. Whether you're a pastor, a car mechanic, an attorney, a teacher, a mom, a used car salesperson, your work, it matters to God. And he expects you to be his representative in your workplace. And in your workplace, to recognize that that's your mission field. And in that mission field, you may be the only Jesus your coworkers and employees may ever meet. Now, I know you've heard me say this tons and tons of times, but every day we need to be reminded that going to work is not just to draw paychecks so we can buy groceries. Going to work every day is an opportunity to be a light for Christ. Each day on the I Work For Him show, we try to bring you the practical, the tactical, the factual, and the biblical ways to incorporate your faith into your workplace. I don't come to you as an expert. I don't come to you as somebody that's got this all figured out. I'm just one guy trying to live my life transparently so that you can maybe gain something in order to be an effective witness for Christ in your workplace. Our paradigm shift is described like this. Romans 12.2, don't copy the behavior and customs of this world, but let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. Welcome to the I Work Ram Zone. I hope you're never the same. I am your guest host, Ross Harrop, Tampa Bay C12 Area Chairman, filling in for my friend Jim Brangenberg as I do on the first Friday of each month. This show features the C12 group, our marketplace movement, and showcases our local C12 members, our ministry partners, and our impact on marketplace ministry across Tampa Bay and America. Quite honestly, it's exciting to highlight local C12 group members and their kingdom companies who apply the principles and concepts that Jim talks about every day on the radio. My hope is that you will be inspired to take action on an idea that we may talk about today on First Fridays. Many thanks to Jose, who will be engineering the show and making me look good. Jim who? Jose says, right? And um, check out the latest on the iWorkForHim.com website. While you're out there, please prayerfully consider joining me, Jim, Martha, and the iWorkForHim Nation. Start praying for your coworkers and employees by name each and every day, and you will be amazed at how they and you will be changed. You won't won't imagine the change that will happen in your workplace when you begin that process. In the C12 group across the, the, the country, our motto is, we build great businesses for a greater purpose. So I'm glad that you've joined us here on the first Friday as we focus on C12's marketplace ministry and concepts that you can use in your business, large or small. 
Hey, I'd like you to meet a a couple of friends of mine, and uh, we're going to be talking about the role of chaplaincy in your business. Doesn't matter about the size of your company. And uh, as you'll hear that Marketplace Chaplains USA, they have companies that they serve that have two people and those that have 20,000 employees. And so we're going to be uh, talking uh, with Bruce Bearwald with uh, McGibbon Hotel Management right here in Tampa. Uh, But first, to set the stage for us, I want to begin by introducing uh, John Mileson, who's the Vice President of Marketplace Chaplains USA. He lives in Atlanta. And that uh, that John would come down here and just uh, just share with us. Uh, I greatly appreciate it, John. We became instant friends when you reached out to me. I I think it was what two years ago. A little over two years ago, Ross. Uh, yeah. Great pleasure. And um, and so we became instant friends. So this being our second formal show, um, the C12 First Friday concept, I wanted to make sure that you were on the air and uh, to have a friend sitting right here in the studio. So as Jim likes to start each and every show, let us know how Christ is making a difference in your life. The thing, uh, Ross, thanks for having me. And the thing that's uh, so prevalent in these days, as we're compelled by the love of Christ, uh, the realization of the possibilities of new creation. And as we go about as chaplains, as he's been at work in my life, to realize how much he loves me and that he has possibilities for this unique life that he's given to me. But as I go about and as we go about as chaplains, looking about, uh, seeing those possibilities in every life that, are, that is around us. And God has those great possibilities. And what we do as chaplains realizes that, and we are used by God as instruments of his work in the lives of others. And so that draw and seeing what he does as chaplains intentionally build relationships of care and trust. You, you know, and I would uh, would say, because I know you so well, yeah. that uh, that it's only through God's grace that, uh, you know, that you're here. <laughs> and uh, so let me, let me ask this, because I want folks to understand what a chaplaincy ministry would look like in, in a local company. And so would you just give us an overview, if you will, uh, and then we'll get to Bruce in an, at the next segment, and we'll talk about what that looks like within his company. But just give us the 20,000-foot version of this. The, the reality is that people are so valuable, and life has its stuff. And so caring, concerned company leaders realizing they want to invest in their people in their personal lives and in every other, other aspect of lives. But, but typically, in the workplace, uh, employees are not going to be that open with owners or even human resource professionals and others. Uh, having chaplains who are independent, third party uh, from the company, but are uniquely gifted, trained, and called by God to serve people in a one-to-one relationship-based care. So what we're invited to do We have male-female chaplain teams who make regular visits to the workplace to build those relationships a few moments at a time, continually building friendships, building trust, building confidence. And the Lord works through those relationships to open up doors into those most personal and private areas of life so that we might be of assistance. And so what we become is an extension of the care and concern of company leaders for their people. 
along with those worksite visit relationships, we're available 24-7, 365, really nationwide, to respond uh, by phone and in person to a need, challenge, and invitation to come to a home. We're going to be there at the hospital when a baby is born, when surgery takes place. Uh, we assist with every kind of aspect of life. I love the way you introduced it, when life happens. We've been talking... Uh, to uh, John Mileson, National Vice President of Marketplace Chaplains. Uh, so let's get get right back into it. Um, so I want to turn it over to you, Bruce, because you've been a, a user of Marketplace Chaplains in your uh, hotel operation. Um, and so let's begin by just the same question that, that we ask all the time on the, uh, the air here, and how is Christ making a difference in your life as an executive with a hotel management uh, firm? Well, you know, um, I hear people talk about their faith walk as a journey down a path. Uh, for me, it's been more about an, uh, a climb up steps and uh, how sometimes I fall backwards on those steps and hit my head. And uh, how long I stay down is something that I try to measure for myself. Uh, to, to tell you how, how Christ is working in my life today, um, he is emboldening me in a way to better trust others uh, with counsel to me. While I, while I have a, a team around me at, uh, at my office with my, with my uh, executive team that I partner with, I've never been good about relying on others in my life, uh, my personal life, to guide me, to counsel me to point me in good directions, to come alongside me. And uh, really, as of late, God is surrounding me with men, uh, emboldening my wife in a way to really deepen my walk and my understanding of how I can use my history and my time to benefit others. And and so how does that translate to me in the workplace? You know, it's... Uh, uh, it really is very much, and I know it may sound cliche, but it really is very much about how I represent myself and how I make decisions and explain those decisions and how I draw on uh, my faith. And I think the key thing there is that I've learned is I can't just go in after a prayer and hope that it's going to work. I have to be prayerful all the time. I have to be seeking Christ in my life, about all parts of my life, so that when I go into that decision and I really truly do come before the Lord uh, uh, into a meeting, whatever that may be, uh, I had one this afternoon just before I got here, that uh, I'm already in tune. And so how is he working my life right now? I think my walk's getting deeper. I would say that, and it's, it is not a plug, I would say that some of that has an influence from Marketplace, uh, the chaplains that have come around me. Uh, one in particular uh, that that we've talked about a number of things in my personal life, uh, but it's it's very much intertwined for me. And I would say that, especially as of late, uh, the way that God has surrounded me with men and my wife, uh, and the things that uh, that that I'm I'm facing, uh, both good and bad. Uh, uh, in today's uh, challenges. Yeah, and I think that's that's why Marketplace Chaplain says such an influence because it's real 
And your journey with Christ, as you just laid out, is real, ever-changing, and your interaction with other people is is real as well. Sometimes you said a stair step. Sometimes it feels like a, a roller coaster, doesn't it, yeah, uh-huh. that, that, that we're on? And it's nice to have someone to, uh, to, to turn to when you're— you're going down those great slides or uh, on that roller coaster. Uh, so in C12, we talk a lot about uh, being intentional as a, as a kingdom business. And, and uh, uh, I know in your company, you have people of all faith and faith and those that don't have any faith at all. And so what we like to, to say is that, the, that you're running a kingdom business, one that is Christ-centered, God-honoring yet respecting those that come from different backgrounds, right? So how are you um, and the hotel operation, how are you intentional about uh, your faith as a, as a Christian business leader? Uh, well, I'm not, uh, I don't hide it. Um, I definitely don't hide it. You know, we, we talk about it publicly on our, on our website. Uh, I speak often about it in, in one-on-one sessions with people. Uh, sometimes it can turn into a witnessing session. Sometimes it can turn into a counseling session for me. Um, but you know, I, I definitely draw on. A matter of fact, I just received uh, as, as open as it is. I, you know, I received a correspondence from some of them on my team in the last week that I asked them to make a very important decision for themselves, and uh, they they referenced two scriptures in in the correspondence back to me as part of what supported them in that decision. You know, I, I I don't think that you know when you look at uh, faith in the in the workplace, it's it, it doesn't have to be a taboo thing. Um, you know, use whatever words you want, but the you know the reality is everybody has some kind of faith, whether they don't believe yeah. or not. Their faith is they just don't believe. Yeah. Um, I I yeah, I would I would argue with them, uh, <laughs> but I, I you know for for us it's it, for me it's a, an intentional way just simply by my walk. I don't, I don't hide it, and, and I definitely talk about it when the opportunities are presented. So how many in your operation, how many employees would be under your leadership? And I don't mean on your immediate team, but total ballpark. Would it, how many lives are you impacting? Um, McKibben Hospitality has roughly 3,200 employees. Okay, so 3,200 employees. And um, have you ever figured out how many clients you're impacting in the course of a year? Do we know what that number is? Oh, my goodness. Um, come back. I'm going to come back to you. <laughs> um, and and is, my point is that, and, and that's why that book by Buck Jacobs, A Strategic Plan for Ministry, is so important. John, you've, you've read it. And, and it just it, it lays out a plan because think about your 3,200 employees and just their family members, that is going to impact more lives than most churches. And there is an important role for the church. That's not, that's not the point. But these employees that go to work every day have an opportunity to have their lives influenced. So, John, share with us, if you might, we just, just a couple of minutes here before the break, but Share how you have found that marketplace chaplains or chaplaincy programs in general, because I know that's your heart and you always make me promise that I'm not going to just, we're not selling marketplace chaplains, uh, but we're talking about chaplaincy programs, uh, um, others as well, like corporate chaplains and uh, that you have a great relationship with. How have you seen lives change 
as your chaplains, and you have an incredible model, right? Male and a female that come in, and they're both seeing the employees on a given week, and everyone has their kind of favorite to, to, to meet with. But what have you seen where this yeah. has been life-changing? It, it all begins with the invitation to build relationships in people's lives. And we go about and value people the same way that our Lord Jesus Christ does. But we don't come to be pushy or religious in our approach, but relational. And so from that, the valuing of people, folks open up and talk with us about everything. And voluntarily making use of this service, we get to help with so many situations in relationships in the home, marriages that were headed down the worst kind of path, and to help those marriages and those relationships and that communication and how they deal with finances transformed and changed. And then in the course of teenage son or daughter that won't listen to mom or dad, so many ways, by biblical guidance, we help folks. Okay, so we want to get back to the the whole purpose of Marketplace Chaplains. And, uh, and, and uh, we've been talking about conceptually um, the, the, uh, what uh, the marketplace chaplains do coming into companies. And you have, John, you have uh, how many companies uh, here in the Tampa Bay area are, are using marketplace chaplains? Yeah, they're right at 35 company locations. Right? Okay. 35 company locations. Okay. So Bay. some are 3,200 employees uh, like McGibbon. We've got, uh, I know, Tampa Bay Steel. We uh, get folks over um, in uh, Pinellas County that, uh, that I serve through C12, right. and uh, they have about 15 employees, and uh, they... I, I just I remember one of the instances that that your marketing of how you could help their employees came to pass as we had one of our members who uh, whose mom was uh, rushed to the hospital uh, in Alabama. And uh, all I had to do was uh, to give a call to Roland and just say, hey, um, this member's uh, mom is there. And uh, we had a chaplain there from uh, from the area um, within hours, um, reaching out to the family and over a course of uh, uh, of of weeks before um, mom passed. So uh, it's not just marketing concept. This is, as you said, that you have uh, chaplains nationwide and. uh, so it's exciting to know that large or small companies can really benefit, um, not uh, not when things are at their best, but when things are uh, are challenging, right? And so that I mean that's really what it's about. So, so what I'd like to do, uh, following up Bruce on on John's um, in, in stories that he was sharing, to share an instance of where. Uh, it could be personal, as you said, you've been able to use the services yourself, but they just they stop in. And they do so. They, they'll stop in at, at your headquarters, but they'll also stop in at the hotel facilities and, um, and just kind of inter- interact with your employees in a non-threatening way, building relationship. John, wasn't that – you said that's the key, right? That's the key. That's, yeah. Um, so what is – is there a, a situation perhaps that, that you can, um, can shed light on that, that's really touched you folks and your McGibbon – um, hotels, um, family. Well, I will tell you that um, much of the ministry that occurs in the hotels we're unaware of because it is totally confidential, yeah. even to us. Yeah, it's sure. totally confidential. Absolutely. So, you know, and and it, I use the word ministry because that's what I recognize it as. But 
we, we look at this in our company as a benefit. I mean, it really is one of those things that our associates can plug into and use. Uh, and, you know, so when you say non-threatening, the way I look at that is as chaplains enter the workplace, they're approaching associates and it's totally voluntary as to whether they choose to talk or not. And many times as I hear from uh, the chaplains I speak with, it's some of these conversations last 60 seconds. They're just building that relationship. It's those 60-second conversations that turn into the 20-minute conversations later. Uh, but, you know, so I, we, don't, we don't know all those instances of ministry that occur on the, that confidential basis. I can tell you, though, that uh, where I see it powerful is those, uh, those instances throughout the year that we know of. Uh, for example, uh, a death in a family. I can tell you uh, we, we had been awarded a new management agreement at a hotel. And no kidding, within a week, the general manager of that hotel, who was in his uh, mid-30s, had passed away unexpectedly on his family room floor, leaving behind a wife and a couple of children. But he was one of those general managers that were just absolutely loved by his associates. Yeah. They looked at yeah. him like a dad. Right. And uh, it was shocking. So when a hotel goes through a change in management companies, it's very, it's, we call it traumatic. It's, yeah. it's very traumatic. Disruptive. A lot of, yeah, disruptive. Yeah. It's, yeah. There's a lot of uncertainty. We're careful about that. Our company is. Uh, but you can imagine coupling that with within seven days losing somebody who you were listening to and trusting and kind of helping you through that anxiety of that kind of a change that these associates had had. And so we reached out to Marketplace. And this had happened. This had happened on a Saturday evening. The wife had found her husband on Sunday morning, and when I made the phone call, Marketplace was there within 60 minutes. It was in another city. I couldn't get there within three hours. I was there, but uh, to know that Marketplace was there and already surrounding, and you'd be amazed even with that relationship's already built, uh, the openness and the comfort knowing that there were people there that were part of McKibben to represent us in caring for them. And that's, that's really what this is. You know, you had asked earlier about the number of people we've probably influenced. I honestly don't know. Our company has never been one much about the numbers of things. Here's what I will tell you. If, and we really do believe this. If this ministry, if this benefit has helped one, then we've done, we, we, it's, it's done all its part. And we know it's helped many more. We know that it's helped many more just in the stories that I could tell uh, and, and there are others. I mean, there are others about people that have been hurt, uh, family members that have gone missing, uh, uh, marriages that have dissolved. And all those are things that, as employers, we may be aware of, but there's no way that we can reach uh, based on the depth of relationship that we may have in the way that a, a, a trusted pastor advisor could. Yeah, John, I remember when we first sat down with a couple of C12 members that that I work with closely, and uh, they had an interest but didn't quite know about you know what it would cost. And uh, you remember the the one conversation, and and you said, well, what would it be worth to you? And this one individual said. Uh, well, I don't know. I, you know, I just want it to be fair. I want to change, you know, impact their lives and create our culture here. And uh, you shared with him um, the uh, the reasonable and nominal amount. And he said, "Well, let's sign the contract right now." 
because he was that excited because he was he was changing the culture of his company and uh, and wanted to to really impact the, the, their lives because as he said we're not like family we we are a family um, at this particular company and uh, so so John tell me how in in that that you would um, find making a difference and impacting the culture of, of a particular company. How, how have you found that where that really comes to life? You know, the, the engagement of employees or associates within a company tra- directly translates from how much they are valued in the work they've been invited to do and as people. Not only what they can do for the company, but who they are as people. And we get to be that active, consistent, one of those expressions of the value that a company has for people. And then as life has its stuff and the away from work stuff happens and hope is delivered into a situation that doesn't have to be resolved yet, that help and hope that's delivered, the culture and the effectiveness of the workplace and teams functioning together more effectively all advances the culture and that value expression engages employees and associates more deeply in the goals and objectives of the company and moving more in the same direction because of the value and the active value expressed for people. It really appears that that this becomes an extension, Bruce, of, of your leadership team, that these are people that you count on um, as you... Um, as you face situations and the, with employees that just happen. And so you're, um, you're looking uh, at, the, at this marketplace chaplains as, as individuals that can help you help your employees working through life. Is that, is that a fair statement to that, make? Abs- that is absolutely a fair statement. Um, there's no doubt that the extension of their ministry in, into our leadership, their representatives. So, Tell me, Bruce, how have, in, in your operation, how do you, um, what kind of freedom do your employees have in, uh, in, in, in having conversations with, uh, with guests, or um, how would they be able to, to reach out to people and, um, and, and just be supportive um, about their faith? Uh, do, you, do you see those conversations uh, happening? I know you said that you do when you're at the, at the management level, leadership level, but th- does it happen right there in the hotel lobby uh, at, from time to time when situations uh, happen? Yeah. I mean, uh, the business we're in is hospitality, so we're interacting with people all the time. You know, the, the thing we talk about uh, in McKibben is how – the person that walks through those front doors, that guest, we have no idea everything that's just happened to them in the day. Yeah. Some of them could be all great things. Some of them could be tragic. Uh, so it, the freedom they have is it's their own discernment. I mean, it, that's human interaction. Uh, we trust our associates to make good decisions in many things that involve very important things, and I would trust them to make a good decision when it comes to interacting with those about their faith. I have to believe that that has been set up from the top right down to the the, the the newest employees, that there is something about your culture in which people feel that freedom and that they want to work there versus a hotel across the street where because of the culture that you've created. There's no doubt the this 
this faith talk that we're we're discussing here in the culture of McKibben is from the top down. Yeah. Yeah, our our most senior of senior leadership, and the, from the very foundations of McKibben being a, uh, an entity several decades ago, is this is faith has always been a part of it. Yeah, it's real. Yeah, very real, very yeah. embedded, very real. So, John, because you've been, how many years you've been doing this now? For uh, Marketplace Chaplains, 32 years, 1984. Began in Dallas, Texas, and we're now in 45 states and the District of Columbia. Okay, and you've been with them? 17 years. 17 years. Yeah. That's, a, that's a, an amazing uh, opportunity for ministry. And, uh, Bruce, you talked earlier about ministering to people, and I love this simple definition because you folks embody that. And, and the definition of ministry being meeting the needs of people where they are at using the unlimited resources of God. Mm-hmm. You do that each and every day. Tell us about, I don't know, and, and obviously these are anonymous stories, but times that, that you found where where you really met someone where they real where Jesus was needed and they needed to see that in the face of uh, of your chaplains uh, Ross a couple come to mind uh, manufacturing setting female chaplain visiting regularly with the folks in that setting female employee says to the chaplain I've given away all my cats now the chaplain knew how much that employee loved her cats. And in the next couple of moments from the interaction around that subject, uh, what was being communicated is, I'm going to take my life. And it was the only cry out that she gave to anybody. Now, the family was in the area. She was much loved and valued, but she was in a very bad place. And the chaplain relationship and her entrusting the chaplain with that statement uh, saved her life. It helped that continuation and, and helped, uh, got, her, got her help. The company returned her to work when she was ready and moved on. There are so many examples, thousands of examples of settings uh, where we have served and cared for uh, in those settings. But the simple ones, the kind of genesis moments of an issue, uh, a fellow who I'll, I will call Joe a uh, male chaplain moving through, making connection and relationship. And, and how are you doing today, Joe? And Joe says, not so, not so good. You want to tell me about it? Yeah, wife knocked down, drag out verbal battle last night. Nobody hit anybody. It didn't get to that point, but it was not good. You want to tell me a little bit more about how it got there? And so the chaplain interaction in that setting, uh, Joe tells the chaplain a bit more. The chaplain asks a couple of key questions. When you go home tonight, Needed to go home tonight. What do you want your wife to know? I'm, I'm so glad we're married. We can work through this. Joe, how can your wife best hear this? And Joe goes home with a plan early on in what could be a crisis situation, but not yet. And the chaplain says before he leaves that interaction with, with Joe, Joe, be glad to come and visit with you and your wife and help with the very things you were just talking about. So it's, it's everything in life, every, every part of life, at every stage in the situation. Crisis, yes, but all those early points in the situation to redirect and reframe the thinking, the possibilities of that situation to help employees and families 
discover the very best in that sometimes very difficult situation. What what I hear as you're you're sharing the pain of that moment for that employee, John, is that your employees are not just clocking in and clocking out. These are these are folks that that have prepared, that God has prepared for this assignment that they have at this time in their lives. Uh, what's the, what is the background that, uh, I, I know someone's out there saying, yeah, what kind of background do they have that prepares them for chaplaincy? Um, so what, what is that, the, the training, uh, the background for, for your chaplains? Yeah, the key elements for us include formal training uh, in ministry, and uh, that, that focus of Bible college, seminary, for many of our folks, is in their background. They have a proven track record. It's one of those 10-year-plus track records uh, of working with individuals, couples, and families uh, with all of life stuff and challenges, so the practical aspect of their training. They come on board with us, and in that picture, what we're pursuing is those who work relationally with great effectiveness, the greatest preachers may not be the best chaplains. And so in that, uh, the folks who serve with us may serve in other ministry settings, in churches and other ministry settings as well, but come on board with us with tremendous experience and ultimately the giftedness, the training, and call by God to serve people in this kind of, of ministry and care. It, what what strikes me is that, as you were sharing this story earlier, there are times that someone will have, an employee will have built a relationship as these folks come through. And it, and it usually takes a while, doesn't it, to build that relationship? They don't just come in and because they, they're known as the, as the marketplace chaplains that they're, it's just like, wow, let me just share with you my life. But my experience is that sometimes that can take not only weeks, but but months, and sometimes it's even a crisis has to occur. Is that, am I, am I right on that? That's absolutely right. Typically, about a third of employees are ready to begin opening a relationship. The second third, it'll take some months. There'll be some in that final third, it'll be five years before that openness is there. But crisis, particularly in that group that's taken a bit longer, the trust has been built, the availability is there, and that crisis opens up the invitation. But you folks do, you've done weddings, right? Because for many of the the employees, and I'm sure this is true at McKibben, is that many of your employees don't have a church home. Is that, am, I, am I right in that? I mean, this, that's, that's very true. Yeah. yeah. So the only relationship they have with someone pastoral or a, a chaplain is through mm-hmm. your chaplaincy um, right. relationship that that's being built. So you've done... You've done weddings I, I, and, and funerals. That's right. Absolutely. I've officiated many funerals. And we're going to be there at the funeral of the employee or family member anyway. Yeah. But and never instead of a relationship with a local church, but we do. We officiate at many funerals. It's when you're called upon. That's right. And those who have strong faith relationships um, at their at their church, uh, you know, or whatever, that you're going to honor that. It's not like you're there to take. You only come in when you're called upon, That's right? right? That's exactly I mean, right. I, I know for a fact that we have employees, family members that you've your your chaplains are going into into the prisons, right? Mm-hmm. Into the jail, into the into the halfway houses. That's right. We visited employee family members in jails and all kinds of settings throughout the country. In that nationwide response to a challenge in the lives of an employer family member is huge because we're across the country with our 2,000 chaplains. 
2000. That, that, that's yeah. amazing. It's, uh, so, Bruce, if you um, had an opportunity here in just the last couple of minutes of the segment, and, and there's someone out there who has, I don't know, they could have 10 employees or they could have 1,000 employees, what message would you share with them as to why they should meet with the, the, the marketplace chaplains or corporate chaplains or uh, based on their size and, and, and how they um, can interface with a, with a chaplaincy program to meet the needs of their employees and customers, right? So yeah, but, uh, what would you say to them? What's the message that, that you would share? I, I would say that probably, and I'm, I'm sure that John would agree, that every company probably has a different real primary uh, drive for, but the message I would give out there would be, uh, just listen. If, if you think about the amount of time that associates spend at the workplace compared to the amount of time they spend anywhere else, it's, it's at least number two in their life for time. If it's not, it could be number one, depending on whether they have to work two jobs. Right. So ministering to people in the workplace is probably, I mean, it's, it's the number one opportunity. And uh, if you really have a care for your associates, if you have a genuine care, which is why the things you want to build around in a benefits package or whatever you want to call it, if you have a care for your associates, this would be a benefit that you'd want to talk to somebody about and really determine for yourself whether it works. Because you'll find a way to touch them totally hands off. And what I know about these guys, and you're smiling, is that they are not in the in the sales business. They are in the ministry business exactly and helping right. people business. We've been talking about the important role of chaplaincy in today's marketplace, and uh, and and I know that there are listeners who want to contact you, John. So uh, first and foremost, let's give them your website that you'd like them to to reach out and contact you at. Absolutely, Marketplace Chaplains USA or MChap. USA.com. MChapUSA.com. M as in the letter M and the word C-H-A-P. USA.com. USA.com. Okay. Yep. So and this is, uh, Jose had a question and I, we got one minute to answer it, but, uh, but he is just, he's not going to leave the studio until you answer it. So our listeners might as well hear. And that is in today's world where we have the military has taken a different approach to, to chaplaincy and it's changing and, and hospitals, many of them have done away with chaplaincy. So, so how is it that you are, are, are able to get in there and make a difference? Uh, so many factors. Uh, ultimately, uh, God is so much bigger than the economy back 08 to uh, 08, so 07 to 09. We continue to grow. In this day and time, we're having company after company uh, inviting uh, our services in all kinds of different industries of all sizes. And the bottom line of it, we, we don't come to push anything on anyone. And so those open doors of opportunity as company leaders are seeking to Uh, invest in the stewardship opportunity they have for their employees, for their company. We're having great, great uh, growth, uh, record growth year after year the last five years. That's amazing. And it's uh, it's the work that is changing companies and impacting cultures like at McKibben Hotel. Um, So thanks, Bruce, for being here. John, thanks for for coming. As we come to the end of another I Work For Him show on Tampa Bay's Faith Talk 570 and 910 WTBN. 
Um, I want to thank you for listening to I Work For Him today. And thanks, Jose, for your support and um, for making me look uh, better than I should. Um, you did great. Yeah. Um, so, uh, Jim, what do you think? We can do this again April Fool's Day. is the next day we're, we're together, Jose. It, oh, it's only fitting. So thanks to our many show sponsors and find out more about them and uh, and about uh, us here at the, the C12 group on iWorkForHim.com. And when you get home today please take time to go to our website iworkforhim.com and you'll find uh, many of the great resources that jim and martha talk about on their daily show you can go to uh, links for the archives of uh, all the past shows and uh, and and again sign up for i work for him nation and and just commit to, to praying for your, not only your employees, it could be your boss, it could be the individual you just don't get along with that's sitting next to you. And I guarantee you, this comes with a money-back guarantee, Jose, that if you start praying for your employees and those that you may have some strain with, that it'll just change your attitude and the Lord will work in your life and that your relationship with them is going to change. Um, please um, take time to follow Jim and Martha on Facebook. Uh, just search for I Work For Him. And uh, on the uh, Facebook page, uh, they'll have pictures of the guests. And oh, you, I know you've been wanting to know, what does John Miles and who's the man behind that voice? Well, again, thanks for uh, joining us for our discussion today. And uh, I just know that uh, if you get involved with Marketplace Chaplains or another chaplaincy program, your company will change, large or small. So thanks for joining us. It's great to have you with us today. And we look forward to First Friday with the C12 Group on April 1st. Thanks for joining us.